Hey, if you're not listening to this podcast on Anchor, then you need to stop right now. Go download Anchor first and then come back. The reason why I use Anchor is because it's free. It's a great platform for new podcasters. So if you're tired of your old ones and you want something new to listen to, you can discover them here on Anchor. And if you ever want to be a podcaster, Anchor is the best place to start. Again, it's free to join. You get free access to music library that you can use for your podcast. Anchor does most of the work for you. All you have to do is record click a few buttons, and voila, your episode has been distributed. Best part about all of this is you make money. Anchor allows you to get and use sponsors. So stop waiting, download the free Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello, beautiful people. My name is Zai Moore, and I'm your host for Once Upon a Mental Crisis. I'm opening up the pages of my book, looking back at my life, analyzing who I am now, and becoming who I want to be. And I want you to join me on the journey into self-discovery and empowerment. Hey guys, okay, so this episode took me like three times to record. You know why? Because it's about my parents. And I have this, this subconscious thing that I do that I really need to explain myself so that people don't misunderstand me. And you'll see why as I go further into this episode. But basically, um, my parents, me, I'm defensive towards my actions. And my parents, I feel like they kind of understand me, but they kind of don't. That's the basic of my relationship with my parents. But it's getting better. And if you listen to my podcasts my previous podcast, you know that I feel a lot of the times like no matter what I do, I'm just never going to be the perfect daughter. My parents have very high expectations from their children and I always seemed to not meet those expectations. My early adulthood felt like in a pleasant term, like quicksand, like a mud hole. Again, like no matter what I did or what I said, I was stuck and I just felt like I was falling deeper and deeper into this hole and I just couldn't get out. Um, My parents, particularly my dad, would point out how financially irresponsible I was and my mom would point out that I am socially irresponsible and to a certain extent they were correct. I was really really bad with money. I'm not saying that I'm great at it now but definitely better now than I was 10-15 years ago. So I used to spend every single dime I made. As soon as I made it I would spend it right away. I spent it on clothes, on makeup, on things that I would use once or twice, and then it would just become a pile on the bottom of my bedroom floor. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, My spending habits were so bad that I accrued hundreds of dollars of debt. And eventually, I owed something around $300 to my bank because I just kept 
overdrafting and overdrafting and overdrafting. And with overdraft, you get extra fees. So yeah, it was so bad. Whether I was socially irresponsible? Well, in a way, yes. Because uh, growing up, especially when I was becoming an independent adult or trying to figure out my way into adulthood, I had this mentality that I could care less what my actions meant for my parents' image. I didn't care if their image was tarnished because of my actions. I really could care less. And I know it sounds really bad. I know that my actions could negatively affect my family. But in all honesty, I wasn't that bad of a kid anyways. And plus, when you're growing up in a world where your friends and society is a whole different culture than from what your parents are trying to teach you, I mean, you can't help but feel like a stranger anyways. And at that age, in my my younger 20s, I just, all I really wanted to do was hide and run away and just be myself. I, I didn't want to care about my relatives. I didn't want to care about um, my culture. I didn't care what my parents thought what I was doing. I just wanted to be myself, just exist. That's all I wanted. And I remember my biggest thing against my parents was that I didn't feel like they were letting me grow up. Every single thing that I did was just wrong. If I didn't complete school, I was wrong. If I moved out of the house, I was wrong. If I stayed out past 11, I was wrong. If I slept over at a friend's house, I was wrong. There's a lot of things that I did wrong, according to my parents. And if ever there was something that I felt I did well in, and it didn't match their expectations then to me, it wasn't really an achievement or something to be proud of at all. And this actually reminds me um, that I never told you guys what I discovered when I did rapid transformational therapy with Ariel. So I did an episode on RTT, rapid transformational therapy, um, back in March. You can find that episode. And please do listen to it if you haven't already. Um, because then you can kind of get an idea of what I'm talking about. Basically, Ariel does hypnotherapy, and what it does is it delves into your subconscious memory. And for me, it helped me figure out where my insecurities were coming from. For me, we focused on my fear of success. I know, ridiculous. Why would I be afraid of succeeding? Well, let's go back to the previous statement that I made. I said something along the line of how if I did something that I felt I did well in and it didn't match their expectations, it didn't really feel like an achievement at all. So the earliest memory that I recalled through RGT was when I was really young. I was around four or five and um, I was with my mother. And my mother, she loves gardening. It's her life. She did it um, in Laos and Thailand. And right now, gardening is her happy place. And she did it throughout my childhood. And that early memory, when I was only like four or five or six, really young, I remember being in the backyard with my mom. And she was gardening, like she always does. And I don't know what I was doing. I was playing in the grass and I remember seeing my mom and wanting to go and help her. 
So I walk over to the garden and I start um, touching the plants. And I don't remember if it was an actual plant or if it was a weed, but I remember I touched it and immediately my mom yelled at me and told me to go inside the house. So in my head, I'm this little kid and all I wanted to do was help my mom. But to her, I was messing up her garden. So you can kind of see where this um, belief stems from. And with that memory, along with many memories after that, um, they just really seem to solidify that no matter what I did or tried to do, it just wasn't good enough to be recognized for. This is what you call a false belief. Things that happen in our childhood cemented certain beliefs that we carry on into our adult life. And for me, those memories is where my fear of success comes from. I fear that even if I become successful, my parents still wouldn't acknowledge me or my efforts. I now know that that belief is not true. My parents They've even told me, and I've recognized this, is that they don't really know how to congratulate people. It was just not a thing of their culture. There's actually a superstition too, but I'm not going to go into that. But basically, they didn't know how to congratulate their own children because they were never taught how to. And in their own way, they do. Like, right now, the relationship between me and my parents, if I want to be validated and congratulated by them, I go to them and I tell them something good that I did and I'll wait for them to tell me good things. And they they do. They actually do congratulate me. I, I remember my dad saying, good job. And oh my God, that good job just meant so much, especially in my adulthood. So you can see that because of these memories, I spent a long time carrying a lot of anger and blame towards my parents. And I carried thoughts that no one would understand me and no one really cared about how I felt. And to a certain point, my feelings are still valid. I mean, as a child, if every single bad thing you do is pointed out, I mean, I felt invalidated, I felt unwanted and unloved. Um, It made me feel really isolated. And if good things I did weren't high achievements, then what could I claim as an achievement? But at the same time, knowing what I know now and doing the work that I've done, the only thing that I can say is my parents are only human. It's natural to find the bad, and point it out. That is how human survival works. I mean, if we go all the way back to cavemen, you can find this analogy in almost any kind of psychology book. If you go all the way back to cavemen, our basic instincts were to be aware of our surroundings. And if we ever felt in danger, or if we ever felt our children were in in danger, we would act upon it. And in today's society, in my parents' case, they would point out my financial instability because they were afraid of my future, which is absolutely valid. Honestly, I'm glad that they were aware of those things because if they weren't, then I probably would have never learned to be financially stable. I wish that they had done it 
in a better way, but we can't change the past anymore. Um, so yeah, it's just natural for us to seek out bad things in our life. There's nothing really bad about that. It's knowing what to do after we acknowledge that bad thing. So how do we start building a happy, healthy relationship with our parents? Well, first of all, any relationship takes two people, not just one. If I had continued to harbor angry feelings towards my parents, then I would have never been able to heal. I would have never been able to feel content with my life. When my clients talk to me about their families, there's so much frustration and anger. And I know it. I believe it. It's absolutely valid, especially if you live in a home where there's multiple people with different opinions and thoughts of their own. There will always be clashing in a big household. However, I have said this to people before, and I will continue to say this. The solution starts with you. One day, I'm going to be a mom. Whether it's through natural birth or adoption, I know that one day I will be a mom. But before I am, I need to heal. I'm going to say that again. I need to heal. I need to be able to let go and forgive my insecurities because I do not want to carry those insecurities onto my children. I do not want them to suffer the same insecurities that I suffered through. They are a new generation and they're going to be so mentally prepared as much as possible for their future. And honestly, I wish that my parents had done the same for me. I'm sure that they both have gone through a lot of pain and struggle. I know that my parents' main focus was to keep us alive and clothed. So I can't really be too mad at my parents anymore because they did their job. They kept me alive. They kept me sheltered. And I was lucky enough to have that opportunity and to be able to learn what mental health is and what emotional intelligence is and how to forgive. And that's where a lot of us need to start by learning to forgive. How did I do that? Well, I went to therapy. Not only that, I learned how to communicate. I learned why people react the way they do. I learned psychology, human behavior, different types of depression and anxiety, and I started connecting the dots. My dad always scolded me about financial stability because he had never had it growing up. His mom died when he was really young. He was just a kid. His dad, my grandfather, was an opium addict who would spend most of his money on opium or giving it away to other people. My dad took the role of taking care of his own family. He, as a teenager, he became a teacher and became sole provider. Um, as the rest of his family, they continued farming for food. And then when he came to America, he had to give up his own education in order to provide food, shelter, and clothing to his young children. He worked third shift because it paid more. He was tired and he lost moments of our lives. And he was so afraid that one day his children would have to struggle the way that he did. And now he knows that with one step forward, he left many opportunities behind. As for my mom, she is always so insecure about family image. 
she was also the oldest daughter. So she did a lot of the heavy lifting and a lot of the taking care of her younger siblings. And when she married my dad, you know, he he was from a very poor family. And financial well-being is the image of a family in our culture. If you're poor, unfortunately, it means that you're not smart. And again, being a woman, there's so much that you carry on your shoulders. If you don't do a good job, if you don't, you know, support your husband, if your children aren't clothed, if, you know, there isn't food on the table, you get judged for that. And people don't try to understand you know, what's going on. They don't try to understand the struggle. They only see what the face value of a family is, and that's all they see. And, you know, in my culture, I'm sorry to say this, being a woman, you almost really have no respect from other people. Understanding my parents to this extent has helped me empathize, and I began pitying them. I felt bad that they weren't able to learned the emotional intelligence that I do now. I recognize that their lives have not been easy and they were never taught how to be tender with feelings because feelings were the least of their worries. But I was lucky. My parents are loving. I was flipping through some old pictures for Father's Day and it was so nostalgic and beautiful. Um, Looking through them, I realized that I did have a really good childhood. There's a picture of me on my dad's back, and it's Christmas. There's a Christmas tree in the background, and my brother's behind us, always goofing off. And there's just so much happiness in that picture. And honestly, thinking about that picture makes me emotional because I have finally recognized the good in my childhood, and I'm so grateful for all the good things that have happened in my life. So now all I do is hold on to the good memories. There's plenty of them. Sharing laughs with my parents, growing up with my siblings, watching good movies together, my dad teaching me how to drive, my mom picking me up after school from work. Even if every day weren't perfect days, I remember how much my parents loved me and not how I wish they had loved me. And that's how I choose to live the rest of my life is remembering all the good stuff and all the bad stuff we've learned from it. The relationship between me and my parents and my brothers have grown immensely because I started to heal first. I worked on myself first and with that, everything just seemed to follow. But again, I was lucky. For some people that I know, they weren't so lucky. Some have been abused physically and emotionally. And I'm not asking you or them to picture your life in a good way to hide away what has been done wrong to you. Abuse is never okay. Do not ever blame yourself for being a victim of abuse. You can always understand what made them abusive but that does not justify the action and the treatment towards you. If you are living in a toxic environment right now, whether it's language or physical abuse, then please remove yourself from that environment. If you can't afford it, find someone who is willing to take you in. If you don't have anyone, call a hotline. I'll provide some. Just talk to someone and see if they can offer any services in your area. And if you don't feel comfortable doing that, 
then save all the money that you can and get the heck out of there. You cannot fix toxic, but you can remove yourself from it. How you want to see your parents, how you want your relationship to be with your parents is all up to you. If you don't want to have a relationship with them, that's perfectly fine. You don't owe them anything, but at least let yourself heal. It's the hardest thing that you'll ever have to do, but do it for yourself. And if you ever decide to have children someday, if that's something you want to do, then do it for your future children. The cycle has to end. Let it end with you. Thank you so much for listening today. If you want to learn more about coaching or just talk, visit my website at www.onceuponamentalcrisis.com. On there, you can book a free session where you and I can just talk about who you are and what you're going through. Sessions with me is a safe space where you can be who you want to be and leave feeling empowered. To listen to more podcast episodes, follow and subscribe to my podcast channel and check out Once Upon a Mental Crisis Instagram and Facebook page. Until next time, remember that you are loved, you are amazing, and you can be whoever you choose to be. Bye.